0: Good morning and welcome to another episode of Paul Martin's Crucial Conversations. Today I'm going to tell you I am so excited. I have two of my favorite people here with me today. We have us with us today Mike Manzo, who is the CEO of Atlantic Physical Therapy Centers, and along with Mike Manzo, We also have the pleasure today of having Mike Mundry, who is the clinical coordinator of Atlantic Physical Therapy Centers. For those of you who are not familiar with Atlantic, you should be. Atlantic Physical Therapy is a 24-clinic business based in New Jersey, and it serves the counties of Ocean, Mercer, Middlesex, and Monmouth. And the ownership of Atlantic Physical Therapy Centers is the two of us, two of those who we have here today, Mike Manzo and Mike Mundry, along with Dave Manzo. And so Mike, and Mike, welcome. And we're so glad to have you guys with us today.
1: Thanks, Paul. Thanks for having us. We're very happy to be here with you.
0: So whichever Mike would like to take this question, you know or i should say as therapists and business owners why are outcomes so important to your business and to the profession as a whole
1: i think that um you know the saying is if you're not measuring it you can't improve it and you know we probably started going deep down the path of outcomes maybe about six years ago or so and you know you have a feeling that you're doing a great job in certain areas but the data doesn't lie and once we started studying outcomes we were able to identify some you know gaps in our clinical game so to speak and i think all of us as therapists everything that the move is towards quality and you know pay for performance and and if you're not studying what your performance is eventually the payers will be studying what your performance is. And, <laughs>
0: you
1: know, so it will hit your bottom line. But um, it's been terrific for us on on so many fronts to study the outcomes, to improve our clinical game, to speak to payers intelligently with data about what our outcomes are stating, and to work with the clinical team and, and help educate the clinical team. Um, I, we couldn't function without the, the use, of the outcomes that we're
0: that we're using them, And you know, Mike, what I hear you also saying is that, you know, you're studying and 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 doing outcomes, but that you're using them within your business to drive the clinical success of your business as well as to drive at some level the business success of your business. And I can remember, you know, when this first came to me Both of you guys at the conference back in 2017, it was the WebPT Ascend Conference. And as I recall, the name of that program was Outcomes for Incomes. And I recall coming out of that presentation with a lot of really great takeaways. What do you guys believe are the most important outcomes, specific outcomes, that should be measured?
1: we're we're really focusing in two areas one thing that we're looking at is is how our customers are uh, viewing the service that we're providing to them we're studying that via the nps score um so they're we're using a program that that webpt has that allows that it's all kind of preset we don't have to do too much work there and they get asked the question about how likely they are to refer a friend or family member for our service so so that we're really kind of gauging, you know, how is the service being viewed by our, by our client, and then we move to the clinical side. And we have the, the main buckets that we're looking at, we're, we're doing neck disability modified us for the low back, uh, lower extremity functional scale, upper extremity quick dash, and the dizziness handicap inventory. Those are our five main ones. And um, it's kind of all automated through, through the system, through the EMR system. So it's not a heavy lift for the clinicians. And the uh, database that we're using, and you could use any, there's multiple different databases that you can use, but we're, we're compared against, I think it's 3,800 or 4,000 clinics nationally. And, and so now we're looking at how is Atlantic as, as a group, all of the clinics together, how are we performing against the national average? then we'll dive deeper and say hey we're we're beating the national average in all categories but how is is location a performing against the atlantic average and and we find the the outliers in high performance and the outliers in low performance and then our clinical excellence leader can kind of start to get in there and and, and say hey what are we doing that's generating such great success and and what are we not doing that maybe we can add to our offering that'll know, elevate. So uh, that that's really kind of how we're, we're using that data.
0: Yeah, great stuff. And for any of you, um, you, you know, Mike kind of went pretty quickly through NPS, which is net promoter score. And I can tell you, if you are not measuring net promoter score in your business, that is, you, you know, would one of your patients send a family member or a friend to your physical therapy clinic, if you're not measuring that, give us a call. I'll put you through to Mike and Mike, and or or we'll help you get started measuring NPS. You know, Mike, I also heard you say something that I think um, is so crucial and critical for many of the business owners out there today, and that is, it's not. I don't know if you use this word, but it's not a burden on your clinical staff. To get these outcomes, and you also then are using it as how do we as a company stack up against the industry? So there's a level of competitiveness that you're drawing out of your staff, and then internally, how do your clinics, you know, each one of your clinics, compare to Atlantic physical therapy and the national, national norms, national uh, statistics. How do they stack up? And I would imagine that brings a lot of really good, solid, healthy competition. We're not competing on who's the most profitable. We're not competing on who can get the most patients in. These are clinically based outcomes that I think I would imagine you get a lot of work out of your clinical staff to want to compete and be the best. You know, as you look at several of the outcome programs out there, okay, we have Photo, I know WebBT has a program, I know the APTA also has a program. Is there any advice that either of you would have for a business owner and how they would choose the best program for their practice?
2: I guess what we looked at was just being able to break it down, just have a clear cut analytics with diagnosis, uh, comparing clinics, comparing national levels, um, making it easy to analyze and collect all the data because back in the day when first outcomes were starting, it was a lot of paperwork. You probably would be scattered all over. But having these registries like photo or APTA or WebPT, um, you can, with a click of a button, you can gather it all and do the comparisons, which is good. Um, And then utilize that within the company to improve and even keep the PTs accountable themselves.
0: So so Mike, is there a place that they can go to see a list of all of the outcome programs that are available to them? Should they first go to their own EMR and check with the EMR that they're utilizing if there's an outcome program available there? Is that the steps you would tell them to take?
1: I would say if their EMR provides the outcomes tracking, that's probably going to be the easiest route for them because it's embedded Um, but what mike's saying is is very important I, i mean it's one thing to gather that data but you want to make sure that whatever database that you're dumping into that the reporting side of it is simple and effective because you don't want to go through the the effort to gather the data and not be able to extract meaning from the data so uh, we're fortunate WebPT has acquired a company years ago and embedded it and, and the reporting is great and it's easy. Um, and we haven't used anything but that. So we don't really have experience to say, you know, one versus another, but um, yeah, if it, I would start with my EMR and if they don't have that, then probably go to the APTA. And then, you know, they, they'd have, uh, I'm sure, multiple resources.
0: Sure, sure. and And I hear you continue to say, to take those outcomes and then put them in a format that they can be utilized, and I think that's where a lot of practices struggle. We ask this question many times: do, do you do outcomes? Yes, we do outcomes. What do you do with those outcomes? Well, we have them in a in a database. What do you do with the database? They're in the database. <laughs> um, and so I think that you know you guys have really taken this to a whole new level. So how can a practice owner, how can a practice utilize outcomes to get more patients?
1: So a couple, a couple parts to that. First part is we've sat with physician liaisons who are going out and, and having relationships with the referral sources or pot- potential referral sources, having our data that's showing that, that our outcomes are better than the national average. And so they can use that as an education process for the potential referral source that, hey, maybe there's a difference if they come to us versus you know, to another clinic. Um, the education internally that, that Mike is doing, with the, the, especially with the younger clinicians, where sometimes they're, they're racing to a discharge at the expense of a better outcome. And so Mike's been super effective going with the younger clinicians and saying, hey, listen, I think that, you know, maybe our outcome is underperforming a little bit in this area because we're too quick to the discharge. So if you kept that person, that patient for a couple more sessions, would, would there be anything that you could accomplish with them that they wouldn't be accomplishing with their home exercise program? And that might move the outcome. Um, also, sometimes we've identified that maybe there were gaps in our outcome gathering process where we weren't getting that discharge outcome so we might have had a highly successful intervention and we just didn't capture him at discharge so we've done some training um, on how we want to message as we're approaching discharge you know saying hey listen uh, we have maybe two or three more sessions that we're going to work together We're gonna give you a home exercise program. You're gonna work on that home exercise program. And then when are you coming back for that final session next Wednesday? Let's make sure that you get here for that because we're gonna answer questions on your final program. There's some housekeeping things that we wanna do to close out your case, including getting those final outcomes measurements. And then then that's what completes the outcomes study because we have them at at initial evaluation. We may have them at at points along their care for, for progress notes then you need to capture them at discharge. And then you have a complete outcomes picture goes into the database. And, and, you know, we had a situation where our, our dizziness handicap inventory, really where we're studying our vestibular outcomes, were underperforming. And one of the things of that problem uh, of the underperformance where we weren't capturing these these uh, BPPV cases that we were having a quick intervention, one or two sessions, and we weren't capturing the successful outcome on those people. So um, yet it, it, you identify where you know, the holes are, and then you can implement. You
0: know. um, I mean, some really good points there. Some really good points. Um, Mike Mundry, did you have something to add to that before I respond to that?
2: Yeah, part of that, I think it was also just with the clinician um, being involved with the care, sitting with the patient constantly through the treatment, that was the key, also getting to that final outcome, Um, having that treatment plan of care develop and develop because that patient then sees the value of PT, it buys into the whole idea of PT instead of doing one or two visits and that also goes back to patient satisfaction and MPS score.
0: Sure, sure. And I heard you guys talk about outcomes getting to the best outcome. I heard you also talk about performance of the patient and performance of the therapist getting that patient to a successful outcome, which goes back to if we look at that from a pure business perspective, okay? You never mention one business word to your therapists. But from a business perspective, what that will the result of that will be each new patient will have more visits. So visits per new patient should increase and improve, which is a great business outcome. But what I think is so unique about the way you guys have approached this is that you never said anything about visits per new patient or operation success or operations performance. It was all based on the patient and making sure we're getting the maximum level of outcome for the patient.
1: Now, that is, that is the, the crux of what we do <laughs> we Wake up in the morning. We are keeping our, our focus wholly and especially the clinical team. The focus is wholly on how can we best generate a successful outcome for that person who's coming through our door. And and exactly what you just said, that every piece of that that puzzle is leaning into a, a wildly successful clinical outcome. And if we do that, that's gonna come back on the financial side for the business. The business will have success, but if we lead with the financial, something's lost. It's like the fatal flaw for a business such as ours that are delivering you know, clinical outcomes for people as our product. If-
0: yeah, as I recall, you guys have physical therapists as pr- providing the care, not accountants. <laughs> both professionals, uh, but both, both are looking for different outcomes. Yeah. Um, I also heard you say that you provide your practice liaison, and for any of you out there, you know, our practice liaison is simply an individual, not a therapist, that goes out and communicates service to referral sources, both community as well as physician, And so you guys are telling me that you arm that practice liaison with clinical information and they are able to communicate that effectively to a physician?
1: Yes. Yeah, it's, um, again, goes back to the reporting side of whatever database you're using, very clean, simple reports that shows Atlantic versus the national average and you could look at any category and sometimes the, the conversation with the physicians tend, they tend to be a competitive bunch. Like we're talking about how competition is, you know, drives towards better outcomes. And it, you know, like we could slice that data, like Mike was saying by payer class, by physician, by diagnosis code. And, you know, we, we get into like some conversations where we can't give them the data that they want, but they're like, well, how, how are my ACLs doing versus like if they went down the street to that other surgeon, Sure, they're doing better. <laughs>
0: but,
1: <laughs> so it, but it really it generates a conversation that we otherwise wouldn't be having if we didn't have that data to kind of like open that conversation. The other yeah, side, we start talking about the business side of it. My brother Dave, who you referenced earlier, or, uh, one of our partners, he's been highly effective in negotiating with payers to to improve our reimbursement. And the one piece of the the puzzle that the payer knows everything about us but they don't all have our clinical outcomes data so in the packet that he leads with when he goes for negotiation he he really highlights the clinical outcomes and and there have been multiple conversations where the payer the person on the payer side is is saying wait tell me more about that you no know, so again data and data that they don't necessarily have and don't go with that data until you study your outcomes, and until you make the improvements in the areas that you need to improve, so that your outcomes data is powerful data on your side.
0: Yeah, and Mike, what I hear you saying is, really it's, it's you know, I use the word industry, but I, I probably prefer profession. You know, what you guys are doing when you're taking that data, that outcome data out to your payers, is you are, you know, lifting a profession. You're lifting a profession to a higher level and just so, so key um, as we're going out. We're asking for better reimbursement, but why? Yeah. What, what are we doing that should provide us and, 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 and get us better reimbursement? So um, great point, Re- really, really great point so, when you go to hire a professional, um, how has this program impacted your ability to hire new professionals? How do you use this as a tool as a hiring tool?
1: yeah we it's definitely part of that conversation and and we have those outcome you know our report generated, just the the more general report that shows Atlantic versus the nation and say, "Hey, listen, if you are someone who Potentially going to join our team. Here are the things that we value. And the clinical outcome is at the top of our conversation here. And this is how we study our outcomes. And this is what we look at. And you know, and then we talk about the other high-value items, you know, that would, would be qualities of the person we're looking for, you know, compassion and teamwork and passion for physical therapy. And, but this is how we measure. And and then if we're underperforming, here's how we will intervene. And here are the things that are at your disposal to elevate your clinical game so that you become part of the team that is
2: delivering that kind of an outcome. Um, I think it resonates. It's also with them. We have a clinical excellence program and mentorship and that's built with the outcomes involved. Um, And with PT going the way of evidence-based, that's what the new PTs and PTs are looking for is that quality care and value and going back uh, just before that you guys were talking about um, the old style of thinking about units, visits and things like that, that whole thinking has shifted to this new style of good satisfaction, uh, patient value. Um, and then if you get that good outcomes, that will lead back to the units and visits and decrease cancellation. Sure,
0: sure. sure. You know, as, as I built questions to talk to you guys about, you know, the purpose of the question of how has your program, your, op- your outcome program, impacted hiring of professionals. Where my mind was going with that was that it probably allows you to hire more professionals, more physical therapists. But let me ask you this. Do you think it has also enabled you to hire the right therapists for Atlantic Physical Therapy Centers?
1: Uh, yeah, I, absolutely. I think that, you know, in general, over time, we've developed a process, a hiring process, which starts with me as the kind of the screener. And those are more broad conversations and talking about the, the outcomes. And, and through that conversation, we have gotten pretty good at identifying the type of professional who would fit well with our team. And you'd be surprised, some people, you know, through that conversation, just disqualify themselves yeah. fairly quickly. Um, but then you know, you find what people are passionate about within physical therapy, and sometimes like those conversations really guide us down a path of like the perfect fit for the perfect location within the organization. And and they know at the outset what the expectations are from us. So it's like it, it'll prevent a wrong hire. You know where you don't you have somebody who maybe we weren't the right fit for them, but through the conversation and the discussion of outcomes and what the expectations are, we may disqualify ourselves from them, which ultimately helps the company in the long run too, because you don't have the wrong fit on either side.
0: Sure, sure, absolutely, absolutely. So, Mike and Mike, somebody out there, practice owner out there, um, whether it's a small or a larger practice, multi-site. Um, what advice would you have for a practice owner on simply taking that first step to build a functional outcomes program?
2: Uh, I think it's patience. <laughs> uh, that's the key is when you're, it's, a, it's, it's change. It's change for your company, it's change for your employees, um, but it's for the better of the company. Um, you just have to look for that data and slowly gather in it, take time and then analyze it. It does take a lot, little extra time early on but in the long run it's all saving for the company and it just improves the company immensely
1: when you think of your flow you know
2: as the new patient comes in and how
1: you you know initially exchange information with them whether that's in a digital format or if it's at the front desk and and try to work the gathering of the initial outcome information into your flow you know you don't want to have to try and rework your whole flow just to gather the outcomes you you'll be able to kind of fit it into your typical flow so so it's not a heavy lift for the front desk and it's not a heavy lift for the clinician hopefully if it's embedded within the emr you're not hopping into another system um but you take take the first step you know don't don't let the whole thought of the whole ecosystem of outcomes prevent you from taking the first step of calling your emr system and see like can you provide outcomes measurements for us? I and mean, do you have a database that it goes into? Just take a step, you know, one step in the right direction will lead to many others.
0: So if we look into the future, all right, where, where, where we're gonna be, you know, let's call it one, three, five, ten 10 years down the road, what do you see in the future that having a fully functional outcomes program will benefit companies from having that program for what we're going to see in the future for physical therapy.
2: I think the
1: reimbursement in many ways is going to be um, pegged to your outcomes data. And, and I think, you know, if you, I don't know why you wouldn't be eager to implement outcomes, even if there was no direct pay you know, compensation change based on outcomes because the data is so powerful for so many aspects of, of your, you know, physical therapy business. But the expectation is the payers are going to force us to gather this outcome data and and maybe in some way that they want you to gather it. But if you already have it and you have it in, in your system and you can present that information in a flow that you're already, you know, that works well for you, I don't think that it will be of dictated
2: to you in the same way eventually it will be by the fire sure I think, sure you know, i think it's the it's so cliche but it's like the future is now almost because you see this fee for service changing over to quality performance and outcomes a prime mm-hmm. example of you look at medicare with the MITS program and they're they're two basically it's quality measures and improvement activity two key words
0: yeah 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 you know Also, do you guys see that as consumers, patients who in many cases are coming directly to you for physical therapy and they're making a choice, sometimes regardless of what their physician may want them to do, are you finding that consumers are becoming more educated and they're looking for what kind of performance do you guys provide versus others?
1: Yeah, i think we're getting pretty close to that tipping point you know as deductibles are higher and so the 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 patient is funding their care they want more efficient care they want a better outcome they are becoming a a better sort of consumer where in the old days it was like ah, the the insurance is paying for it you know i i'm 35 you know like whatever so yeah you're gonna have a, a wiser consumer and the internet certainly allows people to do their research and and so we have to continually think of how do we present that data, not only to physicians, but to the public so that in a format that they can digest pretty easily, that makes sense to them and says, oh, well, maybe I should go there versus over
0: there. Absolutely, absolutely. Mike, Mike this has been absolutely awesome. All right, I think you guys have provided some really good, solid information Um, And I really, really appreciate you taking the time today to share with us. Um, And I will look forward to continuing to watch how Atlantic Physical Therapy Centers continues this expansion um, and how you guys continue to model, model your business where we really should be as a profession. And I, and I applaud you guys for that. I congratulate you guys for that. And again, I want to thank you both for joining us today and sharing just some really valuable information.
1: Thank you, Tim Paul. And thank you for all of the help that you have provided for us along our journey, because we wouldn't be where we are today without you.
0: Ah, Well, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. So if you are out there right now, and you don't have a, an outcomes program, or you have one, but, all the data is in a place that you really don't utilize it to educate your patients, to educate your physicians, to educate your staff. (laughs) Click below, give me a call, and if you want to be in touch with Mike or Mike, we can put you in touch with them. Thank you and have a great day.